Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 538, just as the blizzard descends, January 14th, 2021. It was 49 degrees on this day in 1944. I don't know how that could be. That was a long time ago. And 26 below in 1963 and 1972. And now, from the mayor's office, above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the Newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your Flashlight King, Fireworks Commissioner, and Keeper of Common Sense, your Mayor, Joe Souchere. Two stories of local note. Uh, I don't know what law enforcement is anticipating this weekend, but whatever it is, they're taking it very seriously. I have a good friend who lives in the Crocus Hill neighborhood. Let's call it in the vicinity of Grand Avenue and Dale Street in St. Paul. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that helpful to anyone? Yeah, yeah. Very. Uh, he's surrounded by the National Guard. Really? Well, not surrounded, but there's a tremendous presence of National Guard as he looks out his window. Already? Yeah. I thought the, the, the planned protests were Sunday. Uh, as I say, something's anticipated. I, I hope it does not come to fruition, but something is boiling and percolating out there. And I'm going to repeat for the fourth time this week, GLers, you have an obligation to get a hold of anybody who you might know, and I'm certainly not suggesting Garage Logic people are uh, complicit in this, but if you know anyone who intends to wreak havoc on the Capitol or Capitol grounds or do damage or harm people, please act like a GLer and do something about it. Do something about it. Should we do what the state of New York did and maybe uh, develop a snitch line? Should we start no. a snitch line here in GL? No, I'm not. It's not at all what I'm suggesting. I'm suggesting that GLers can rule with common sense and maybe they can talk some friend down from the ledge if that friend is all fired up. Yeah. Uh, what I second part of the local story, what I would prefer, as long as they're in town, wouldn't it be neat if the National Guard could just cruise up and down the neighborhood streets to prevent car thefts? Get this. In broad daylight yesterday, <laughs> perfect health. Hold on. Hold God, on. You got to get that out there. You yeah, they're going to gonna be okay. <laughs> what just happened? I had a, it's, it's a, I had a little... Coffee. No, you know what? We're, we're gonna we're gonna let the we're gonna let the GLers in. We're gonna pull back the curtain a little bit. We're, we're gonna let that one ride. Four, Joe. four of us are on the show today. Three of us have experience doing morning radio. One does not. I haven't. <laughs> we're recording fairly early by our standards. Yes, yes, we are. Speaking of which, yes, uh, I, I've been approached over my years, but people got the message and they stopped approaching me to do morning radio. Sure. And I was thinking, this Dave Lee guy who's just retiring, he gets up at 3.30 in the morning. Yep. You, If you offered me $10 million a year, I wouldn't do that show. Oh, Joe, I get up at No, I wouldn't do it. No, I'm that. serious. I'm serious. I can't do it. $10 million. $10 million, I might give it a shot for one year. Kenny, you have um, the most experience of any of us doing morning radio. Yeah. yeah. I mean, how many years I, have I, you I don't been mind doing it? it? This is a boring topic to me. Such, you were on the verge of something there before you had that mini heart attack yesterday. <laughs> uh, you were going to say something about yesterday and yeah. Uh, here I go, Kenny. You're here. I okay. go. Uh, okay. <laughs> yesterday in broad daylight, five or six cars were stolen from out from in front of their homes, where they happened to have been started maybe by a mom who ran inside to get something or let it warm up, and what it suggests a professional team who either knew this would happen 
or hit the jackpot and got extremely lucky because it was within three blocks of you there. James, Palace, Juliet. I'm talking between Fairview to the... Fairview would be the eastern boundary. Randolph would be the southern boundary. Uh, St. Clair would be the northern boundary. And Cleveland would be the western boundary. A little That's square. A nice neighborhood. Very nice, That's solid uh, neighborhood. Blue collar, yeah. Five to six cars stolen yesterday in broad wow. daylight. Wow. And the police are telling those locals that uh, this wasn't random. These are people knowing what they're doing. They're after cell phones. They want the entire car. In other words, these weren't. In, this wasn't some meth head who stumbled into a car that happened to be running and got lucky. And it suggests that there must be a team of these people who just either anticipate things like this or got extremely lucky that they would find so many cars running. Uh, the lesson, of course, is... Obviously, don't start your car and abandon it and, and let it warm up while you're in the house reading the paper. You're going to lose your car these days. Uh, so that's why I said it'd be interesting if the National Guard, as long as you're here not doing anything, boys, <laughs> why don't you go up and down the streets? Man alive. And that's bold for, for these criminals to be doing that knowing the National Guard is around. But that's the problem. They have been emboldened. Well, the National Guard is nowhere near this neighborhood well, I described. True. But 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 good Lord, doesn't that suggest some sort of planning? Doesn't that suggest some sort of one guy's a lookout and he's got a way to, hey, I'm on such and such street. I got two cars running here. Let's go. Well, yeah, Something has to happen. It's a business, Joe, for these yeah. guys. Yeah. Sadly. Yeah. Yeah. I saw on Twitter, or as my people say, I seen on Twitter, um, <laughs> that last week a carjacking was foiled by uh, a driver of a car who simply pulled it out and had it there in his hand as they approached his window. And uh, they backed away quickly and sped off. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think he even aimed it at them. He just, mm -hmm. they saw it in his hand, and uh, that's all it took. Mm -hmm. I'm not encouraging that. That's... Uh, yeah, because a lot of these carjackings, are, guns are involved and shooting is involved. And mm -hmm. there was a, a shooting related to a, a carjacking last week. Mm -hmm. Initially, the police said um, that the victim knew, knew uh, they all knew each other, but then that proved to be tr uh, false. And now the police are saying, yeah, it was probably a carjacking. And what you're saying and is shots, your, shots were fired. Your car is not worth your life. It's I have not. full coverage. You know, I, I just want to get out of that thing with, uh, yeah, just get out of it. Here you go. I'll the even closer, tell them how to drive it. <laughs> the closer you get to the country's tallest buildings, it seems more and more we're living in the Wild West. Yes. The uh, people in the salon uh, are, are terribly uh, uh, ignorant of what's happening on the streets because they don't participate on the streets. They have their own life in the salon and on the third rail. They don't lead life like the rest of us. Their ideas are resulting in nothing but carnage. Their ideas are not helpful because their ideas have no connection to mom taking the kids to school. Their ideas have no connection to dad or mom going off to work. Their ideas have no connection to mom has to get to Target and load up on supplies. They think everyone can ride a bike and buy a baguette and go home and, and not do anything. What are these people... What are these people? They're crazy people. They're crazy people we've elected. They're crazy. And in the meantime, on the streets now, mom, instead of worrying about getting the kids to school, has to time it so her car doesn't get ripped off. <laughs> That's what's happening on the streets the closer you get to the country's tallest buildings. And it certainly isn't limited to St. Paul and Minneapolis, Portland, Seattle, San Francisco, L.A., Chicago, New York. The closer you get to the country's tallest buildings, where the citizens and taxpayers are most likely to be ruled by the salon, the more devastating urban life has become. <clears throat> Didn't know I was going to be this good today. No doubt. <laughs> uh, well, um, <clears throat> it appears, this is from our guy, the Reverend Tim Christopher. Just before 8.30 a.m., it looks like we've had an officer-involved shooting uh, near the area of Penn Avenue and Dowling. Well, we better, uh, we better specify how far that is from 38th and Chicago. After an exchange of gunfire with a suspect there uh, may have been related to a crash after a pursuit of a vehicle involved in a gun-pointing incident. The suspect was transported by ambulance to the, to the hospital, and the Minnesota BCA is taking over investigation of the incident. This was just posted two minutes ago. 
And what did the Reverend Tim, I saw that Reverend Tim's reaction. Do you have it up, Chris? Can you uh, read? I can find it here in just a second. Hang tight, hang tight. While you're looking for that, Joe, I, there's some stats I wanted to share with you. Bob Fletcher, Sheriff Bob Fletcher, shared the St. Paul Police Department's uh, stats on their 2020 crimes. Uh, and it said uh, this link is on their Facebook page. Overall, violent crime up 25%, robbery up 32%, aggravated assault 32%, burglaries up 12%. There were 2,000, uh, excuse me, 2,774 auto thefts last year. Homicides tied an all-time record of 34. That's from the St. Paul Police Department. Mm -hmm. uh, and the Reverend says, witnesses said the suspect shot at police. Ken, you're going to have to help me because I'm unfamiliar with the area. The suspect shot at police on the 36th slash Vincent Avenue North. Please, let's wait for the facts, is what the Reverend said. 36, I believe, just from... Oh, John, you can help me. Isn't 36 two blocks south of Dowling? Isn't Dowling basically 38th? Uh, Dowling uh, is right around 38th, yes, because I lived on 39th, but I'm not familiar with Vincent, I guess. This is one hell of a start to a positive Thursday, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. We got National Guard in the... Uh, Toniest neighborhood in St. Paul. Uh, we're still struggling to find out why that might be, although it's a short hop down Summit Avenue to the Capitol from there. It just seems yes. like a, a funny place to, to stage. Uh, I, I certainly intend to uh, be snooping Saturday and Sunday. I, I, I will use my uh, Cathedral Hill walking route just so I can maybe get a feel for what's taking place and i certainly hope nothing takes place i was going to say how nothing are you going to get around place. in your scooter with the 10 inches of snow we're going to get well no i can <laughs> i can i can get there uh yeah. i just uh i really really hope nothing comes down but keith ellison was on tv this morning and he's advertising something spectacular i i don't think he's hoping for it obviously uh national guard is already present uh, I, I think uh, the governor uh, is uh, certainly uh, following good advice to bring in the National Guard. It's a, it's a shame he didn't act this early in May. Yeah. You'll, re you'll recall. Well, maybe he, he learned his lesson. Uh, well, it's just, it's just a shame he didn't act this early in May. And have you noted the pictures of uh, going to our nation's capital of the National Guard sleeping on the floor? Mm -hmm. I did, yeah, I saw you that. You might as well be looking at a picture of something like that that would happen in Paraguay or, uh, you know, Afghanistan or something. It's just incredible, incredible. And, and I have a note on, on the second impeachment of Trump. It's from a guy named Glenn in Minnetonka, and I happen to, I think he has a really interesting point. He says, all hail the flashlight king. Hail, hail you. you. Uh, not enough enthusiasm there. With respect it's early. to That's <laughs> yeah, early. <laughs> With respect to the second impeachment of President Trump, it seems like one of the main drivers and hopeful outcomes of the impeachment and subsequent trial will be that Trump will be barred from holding elected federal office in the future. In other words, they want to derail a potential Trump 2024 run. I think there will be some who will take comfort in the knowledge that Trump won't be able to run for a second term. However, if Democrats really believe that Trump has any chance of winning in 2024 after four years of Biden-Harris, I think they really need to look in the mirror and ask themselves if their agenda and policies are really right for America. Isn't that an interesting point? Mm -hmm. if, you're all, if you're already fearful of Trump reappearing in 2024, then that tells me you're desperately frightened of 75 million Americans who voted for Trump. Is it 75? About that, Yeah, huh? about that. Yeah, and, 75 million. And they know that because they cheated with this election. No, Kenny, Kenny I don't no, need that. Don't, don't. You know, Kenny, really, I don't oh. need that. You're you're no different than anybody wearing uh, Helga horns and, and your hairy chest sticking out walking around the Capitol. Christ wow. almighty, get over it. But the point is, the point is... Cut a big one there. Cut a real big one. <laughs> Biden and Harris haven't even started yet. And there is that tone in the nation's capital of these people terribly concerned that this, the orange man might reappear in 2024. Why don't you yeah. rather, why don't you concern your efforts to make sure he doesn't buy your policies, I had a buy your healing, buy your clawing back to the center. That's how you prevent another Trump. I had a thought after we discussed this yesterday. 
Could part of this also be, in addition to not allowing him to run in 2024, being that they don't want him to start issuing pardons to a bunch of people, including himself, before uh, January 20th? Uh, no, he, he's still president despite the impeachment. He has to now stand trial, which is another thing. How much time yeah. are they going to waste on that? You know, Biden's going to get sworn in, and then the Senate's got to consume itself with trying yeah. Trump. To your right. point, Chris, as Joe just said, he's the Senate won't convene until January 19th. Okay, got so it. So he'll be president Day until after. So he Day could do it regardless if he... Okay, got it, got it, okay. I don't know that he intends to. I, I have no, no idea. All hail the wrong tool for the job, King. <laughs> hail you. Um, hail, hail you, I think. <laughs> Mayor, my mother gifted me a battery-powered Milwaukee M12 12-volt chainsaw for Christmas. It's a little guy with a 6-inch bar, and I love it. The yeah. chainsaw is perfect for cutting brush and branches up to 3 inches in diameter. I don't recommend chopping small pieces of firewood with it because I like my fingers to remain attached. <laughs> Don't give your chainsaw away to Kenny. Borrowing tools is for the weak, and giving tools away makes you weaker. Trim up the neighborhood with your new toy. Best, Jim Goodman from Thompson, North Dakota. I mean, Roll Jim Tide, Thompson. Forrest Gump from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. <laughs> Jim, Gump. I have that bumper sticker. That's one of my favorite bumper stickers. Borrowing tools is for the weak. And by the yeah. way, because we are a fact-based show, I'm, I'm an expert on this topic. Uh, Forrest Gump was actually from Greenbow, Alabama. I Tuscaloosa. He played for Alabama, the football mm. team in the movie, but he's from Greenbow. Okay, yeah. since we've uh, since we've gone off the road here, uh, clarification: <laughs> uh, North Minneapolis, like South Minneapolis, the avenues run alphabetical order. So Vincent is over by Memorial Parkway, John, past the cemetery. Makes sense. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. So it's so. still fairly close. Yep. Is it, yep. Is it yep. Greenbro or Greenbow, Alabama? Green Greenbow, Alabama. Yeah. I don't really care where the hell Forrest Gump was from. <laughs> just trying to help. God almighty. <laughs> Say, we're only another day or two away from the football playoffs, and that'd be a good yeah. time to lay in a Red's Savoy pizza. But, but. Uh-huh. Uh Red Savoy with the original recipe from the original Red Savoy pizza on 7th Street in St. Paul. But now you can get it at 15 locations, all featuring the original recipe. Just, uh, it's soda style, S-O-T-A. Since 1965. And now Red Savoy is available in Apple Valley, Blaine, Burnsville. Where'd you go to, John Blaine? I went to Blaine, yes. Yep. yep. Burnsville, Egan, Eden Prairie, Edina, Hugo, Lakeville opens in Feb, Osseo, Roseville, St. Louis Park. Uh, let me finish this. Downtown St. Paul. Mm -hmm. uh, Chris and I have been there. Mm -hmm. East side of St. Paul and White Bear Avenue, St. Paul on Snelling, Vadness Heights, and Woodbury. Uh, this household intends to have a Red Savoy this weekend. We use the store on Snelling Avenue in St. Paul. And I continue to get emails from people who are enjoying the Red Savoy experience. And don't forget, you can join them on their app, Red Savoy app, and then you get Benny's. You get some cheese bread. You get a pizza on your birthday. You get, you get a get free to, pie on your you, birthday. You get to get in on the early deals on the happy hours. So uh, really, really, if you haven't tried the original Red Savoy pizza, with that original recipe at every location, do yourself a treat. Red Savoy Pizza. University of Garage Logic 98. College of Self Esteem. Zip. Nada. Nothing. Here's Joe Souchere. Geez, hey. I've never heard this song before. Well, thanks, Joe. I'm glad to make your day. And it's Reavers here for our Thank guy, you. Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold, who has a very simple question for you. Do you know what you own? You see, Josh's clients, they always know what they own, and he has found that when he meets with new people, they have no idea. He has seen retirement portfolios that have a big percentage in bonds, and there are real instances of people paying more in commissions and fees than they can possibly make on the rate of return that these bonds currently yield. Josh begs of you, know what you own. Trust is often overused and even harder to find. Take it from me, you can trust Josh. Give him a call today for that free 48-minute financial consultation at 952-925-5608. That's 952-925-5608 for Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk. I've been alerted by uh, Matt uh, that in, where is this now? War Road. Has a has made a skate path two miles long. Oh, I saw this video. Cool. Yep, 
This is something I've, and I've been very serious. This is something I've advocated for the Twin Cities for years and years and years. And probably because I advocate it, the salon will never hear about it. <laughs> but imagine if you were able to skate from downtown St. Paul. Uh, what's the what's the Greenway? Uh, isn't there a Greenway uh, trail? What's it called? The, uh, the, the bike trail that uh, uses the old railroad bed. Help me. Yeah, Come on, Greenway, staff. But it's in Greenway, Joe, but it's in Minneapolis. Right, but you could, you know, then cross the bridge and pick it up in St. Paul. But can you imagine the winter festivities if you were able to skate the entire metro area? That couldn't even be expensive. It couldn't even be expensive. You're flooding a trail. You're flooding bike trails or walking trails. Then you set up the food stands along the way, and you put the put the you know, the evergreen trees along it during Christmas and have festive lighting. and That'd be and, cool. And it just would be nifty, and I've advocated it for years. And sure enough, it's on uh, Facebook. Uh, I just and, send it to you, John and Kenny. I'll, I'll also post this to the GL Facebook page. This is really cool. Uh, two miles long. This is my That'd utopian winter dream. It's my utopian dream. And these weren't city employees that did this, right? Weren't these just? I didn't. I'm not a bookface guy. I wasn't able to really read it. Uh, in fact, the yeah. uh, the emailer Matt said you'll have to get you'll have to get one of the guys to yeah. show you how this. It yeah. says the Riverbend Skate Path is a welcome addition to our community. Well, it would be thanks to the efforts of a few dedicated community members. This two plus mile skating path is open to all. The skate path connects the various river rinks along its path and is flanked by a groomed cross country ski path on one side and a snowmobile trail on the other. People have been spotted walking, pulling sleds, pushing strollers, or practicing their stick handling as they use the path. Curling games with shop brooms and gallon jugs as a makeshift stones have been played. And impromptu hot cocoa stands have popped up and fire pits have been lit to warm up those who congregate around them. Man, this is cool. Yeah. Think about this in South Minneapolis because the, the Greenway runs parallel to Lake Street. And... Look, we could go by the homeless tent cities. We could go through crack <laughs> deals. We could dodge gunfire. Get your car jacked. Carjackings. My God, it would be a blast. Okay, let's let, let's get serious for a moment. If if Reverend Tim put it together and we did get a skate path, I would volunteer to teach inner city kids how to skate. And I would lead up some means of buying them skates. Let's see. I think the That'd Reverend cool. Tim is jumping on board with the NHL. I seem to remember some tweets coming from him about he's uh, getting more and more interested in the hockey. I would. I would. A couple of black guys playing. Yeah. GLers could easily, easily dream up a funding scheme for buying kids skates and hockey oh, it'd be sticks. So easy. It'd be we just so had, easy. Yeah. Well, yeah, Such, You know all these um, all these parks in Minneapolis um, in the community centers. They all have skates there that you can i don't know if you have to rent them for a buck or something or they just borrow them to you so we're chock-a-block with they don't borrow them to you kenny use english they don't borrow them to you (laughs) now tell me this tell me this chris chris i'm listening this is so fun get that hayseed off the microphone for a minute (laughs) in war road is it the river they're using or are they flooding a path no it, it it looks like it's got to be a river because of how wide it is. The way we, yeah, the way he read it, it's a river. Okay, I'm talking about a flooded path, not a river. I'm talking about some means of flooding a skating path, a winding, fun skating path, uh, using that Greenway Trail as a starting point and then figuring out how to connect it to St. Paul. Obviously, we have a river obstacle there that would have to be overcome. Uh, I don't know what we do about that. Well, I'm picturing, have you guys ever seen the one, and I know this is much smaller in comparison, I get that, but the Centennial Lakes uh, river path that they, that, sure. th- that's that's sure. what I'm picturing, something like that in the city of yeah. Minneapolis, because that's really cool. Yeah. The, the problem is, Such, and, and I, I love the idea, but the they do plow that greenway, and yeah. the bicycle riders use it, and you know... You know where we've placed bicycle riders. Okay, then the skating path would have to be adjacent to it. We we, we get creative. You people in the salon, you keep dreaming up cross-country skiing and bags full of candles. Wait, wait, wait. wait. You know where we do it? It's simple. Bidet, Makaska, onto uh, what's the lake I lived by in Kenwood? Uh, Lake of the Isles. Yeah, thank you, Lake of the Isles. 
and then up to Cedar Lake. Cedar. Maybe each. Maybe the way to do it would be each town would have to have their own uh, skating path. Uh, because let's just forget about trying to cross the river. Each town should have their own. And you people in the salon, you're dreaming up right and left. You keep dreaming up things for bicyclists, and you keep dreaming up things for cross-country skiers. Kids would have a blast if they had a long, winding skating path. Wouldn't that be neat? And Kenny, another thought occurred to me doing something like this. If it's mayor-inspired in the city of St. Paul, we're going to have to create a way where you can cross the river twice. You mean the mayor of Garage Logic inspired? Right. Yeah. I'm taking yeah. the river out of it. I'm taking the river out of it. It has to be done independently. Each city would have to have their own. Uh, well, that's what own. these guys did. These are just yeah. a couple of guys that are community members. In fact, they also had a really uh, a spot where you can make a tax deductible donation to help keep this uh, project you know rolling. That's the, you've been talking about it for years, Joe. It's the old guard. It's the community members. It's the yeah. citizens that lead the charge on these things. Trying and to you, think you, of the you route. Keep, you keep saying over and over, that's what's missing from St. Paul. That's what's missing from smaller towns, is you don't have the old, the old guard anymore that gets bleep done. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of a route. Minneapolis presents, in my mind, quickly an easier way to do it because you could connect the lakes. You could do uh, the crick. Uh, you know, and there's a lot of people along the creek. Again, that, that would be a creek. <laughs> uh, a lot of people along the creek that'll shovel Jesus off a small Christ, little. I'm praying. I'm praying. <laughs> a small little ice rink for themselves. So you could actually use the creek. Or the creek. <laughs> Either one. Either one. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, looking at the map of this one in War Road, and it uh, it runs right it's along the river, the river. right, John? It's very. Yeah. yeah, it's right. The War Road River. Just uh, they built or not built, but clean it to run right across the river it's cool john do you skate i i haven't skated since i was about 15 so chris i i mean i know how i used to be much better than i am now but my kids started to get into hockey so that made me bust off the old uh the old good. skates good does uh, joe does rookie skate uh no <laughs> hold on what? Hold don't on. you think uh, we don't know that <laughs> Such growing up in this state is you have to learn how to ski i'm sure it's he like does swimming no i'm sure he does well he, he, sure he all, does. all of his kids played hockey so he's got to know how to yeah skate. he knows how to skate yeah. I, I would take. Up here. I have an excuse. I would take great pleasure in creating future NHL players from urban America. That would, I would be cool. I would take great pleasure in that. That would be cool. And by urban America, let's call it what it is. I'm talking about. I would love to get involved with teaching uh, uh, people of marginalized communities how to skate, and provide them the skates. And wouldn't I just think it'd be so delightful and charming? Oh man! And you know, again, I wonder. These people in the salon, you keep dreaming up BS right and left. Why can't you pull this off? Because you're not listening to me. No. I wonder if the parks on the north side of Minneapolis, do they make skating rinks like they do on the south side? I'm only familiar with uh, south Minneapolis, and it seems like every tiny little city park has a, uh, has a rink. In fact, I don't really mean to advocate this because it sounds way too euphorian. But you people in the salon think nothing, think nothing of disrupting traffic to close a street for bicyclists or runners. Boy, Maybe we dedicate yeah. a street oh, don't, don't, that gets don't, flooded. Don't. Huh? Oh, yeah, I'm sure the residents of that block would be thrilled. <laughs> Can you imagine fire trucks going down the street? And Fish all that tailing on a 32-degree day. <laughs> and then going down into the storm sewer system and then sewers back. Yeah, you oh, better scratch and, that idea. You better. Yeah. And then better in order to melt it, we'd have a gas truck just dump gas on it, and we'd light it all on fire. Next <laughs> thing you know, the, the sewers would be exploding. It's it'd all be, Mayor Joe Sucheray. It'd be Cousin Eddie on Christmas vacation all over again. <laughs> yeah. If anybody had a fire pit going, I could dump a bag of sawdust into there it. There you go. Hey, cause a megaton explosion. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, sorry to pipe in again, for, but Pete's sake, people need to think. This is directed at Kenny. About an hour and four minutes into the Wednesday podcast, even Kenny asks about the hydrogen-fueled vehicles. Okay, yeah. let's very briefly yeah. explore that. Yeah. Question. Well, Question, what causes hydrogen to, burdu- to burn to produce energy? Answer, Uh-oh. combining with oxygen. Wood. Two, after getting the energy out of it, what is the byproduct of burning hydrogen? Answer, hydrogen dioxide, better known as H2O, or even better yet, water. 
Question, what is to be done with the byproduct after burning the hydrogen in our vehicles? Answer, no problem. It's clean water. Exhaust it out just as we currently do with our filthy carbon emissions. Or better yet, store it in a reservoir for recycling. Question, what happens to that water when it's 20 below zero in Minnesota? Answer, um, it freezes on the roads or in the reservoirs of our vehicles, rendering all road travel impossible. Oh, and of course, there is a matter of getting hydrogen in the first place, a process that requires more energy than we are able to get out of it. This bit of insight from a hopelessly cylinder-poor GLer whose CI is only one-tenth of his age, Bill. Well, in other Bill, words, I don't uh, think Bill's I, a big fan of hydrogen-powered vehicles. Bill, I apologize <laughs> for not knowing anything about If it makes you feel better, I can tear down a Makuni or a Keen or uh, even a four-barrel carb and put in a kit and clean it up and put it back in and get things running. I mean, if that makes any difference. You, you but can hydrogen, do I got no shot. Hydrogen, don't know. Can you really do a Makuni carb? Of course I can. I just put Makunis on my Triumph. Oh, cool. It, 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 it brings the Triumph into actual 21st century carburation. How's she running? Beautiful. Yeah. Nifty. Yeah. Nifty. Yeah. Yeah. Nifty. I just successfully learned how to look up Makuni Carb on Google. Yeah. Because <laughs> so I have no idea but what I, you guys are talking about. I don't about. hold that against you. Bill, I apologize for not knowing about uh, hydrogen-powered vehicles. Might we take a timeout and come back with Johnny Hyde, our newsman? Oh, I think we can do that. All right. And I'll take it, Joe. Are we going to hear music? <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> you learn more here by accident than elsewhere by design. Here's Joe Sushi. You're right, Kenny. Ten million might not be enough to get Joe to do morning radio. <laughs> it's Thursday already. Positive Thursday. That means Mr. Mike of Schoonover Body Works and Glass. Uh, County E in Lexington up in Shoreview on the line. Good morning, Mike. My friend, I, I've got a friend that does a podcast. His name is Joe. Joe has a car. Uh, Joe also has a wife, and uh, sometimes things don't go right with Joe's wife and Joe's car. Tell uh, tell jo, uh, Joe, tell Mike your tale of woe. Well, Mike, three times she's back through a garage door, and each time her excuse was her timing was off. So on this last occasion, what happened is she knocked a kilter, the uh, the housing that covers that circuit board on the roof that's your antenna and your calling ability and what have you you know how those uh, the modern car has that housing on the roof that looks like a little spacecraft deal and under yeah, that like a shark fin right right under the shark fin is a, is a, a circuit board and it's covered by uh, uh, well here's what happened it it got knocked off and i tried to fix it it was bent and i heated it with a heat gun and tried to straighten it with a with the pliers, and that that didn't work. And so uh, so I put it back on there, and everything works. The radio works, and everything works. But that needs to be thoroughly repaired because moisture can get in there now because it's not properly sealed. What I'm saying to make a long story short, can you guys repair that? We can, Joe. Absolutely, we can. But well, um, you know, you got a cock gun that you could use. <laughs> <laughs> Only one problem with yeah. that. Oh it dried up because I put a hole in the wrong part of the tube. No, no, I have to get that out to you because, for example, you, I seriously, I won't get the car washed until I get that fixed because I'm afraid of, I'm afraid of corrupting that circuit board that's that's being protected by that shark fin, and the circuit board itself has come loose. That's what I couldn't fix despite my attempts. So it proves when you uh, when you fail at your own home remedies, you need a place like Schoonovers. Well, uh, it's good. Uh, um, well, sorry that that happened. Those garage doors are the darndest things. That they, uh, they not really, Mike. Not really. <laughs> no, well, not no, really. You're not the only one. You're not the only one. They happen. Yeah. That's a frequent occurrence. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you're right. We can align that, and and uh, I think you're smart to not you know, get it wet or, you know, whatever. But if you do, you do. No big deal. It can be it can be resurrected. But is the paint cracked, Joe? Nope. The shark fin itself is still fine. But the, there's two shark fins. There's a white one under the black one. The white one got bent, and I tried to straighten it. I can't. It's beyond my pay grade. We're going to you. All right, Mike. sounds like uh, sounds like something we can uh, we can take care of with no yeah. problem. It, it, we're, uh, so I'm talking to Such off the air about this, and the biggest concern always with Joe is not can they do it. He knows you guys can do it. 
it's getting the car there, getting home. Does Mike have uh, loaners? Uh, does Mike have rentals? How am I going to do this? And we're all telling him off the air, uh, Joe, he'll send Noah or somebody down, pick the car up, and, and when they're done, they'll drop it off. You can do that for him, can't you? Absolutely, but that that sounds like it might be a same-day service. That, that's no, not a, no, no, like no, anything. no, no, I think you're going <laughs> to need it for two days because I also want it detailed. Oh, yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That car needs a little wax on it. All right. No, well, I I can drive it out. The CP follows me. Bing, bang, boom. I'm going to get it to you. I'll give you a call. And, Mike, in fact, if I know that car correctly, there might be an entire box of cereal on the floor from uh, some of the young ones that ride in that car occasionally. You could get stranded in that car and stay alive for two weeks. I look forward uh, to it. The, the, the guys right. haven't eaten in a while, so it'll be great. All right, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Body work, Kenny. glass, general repair, oil, tires, 30, oh, 30 bales, gift cards, nice. and uh, Joe Souchere. <laughs> they do it all. You guys have been at it for 80 years. That's why Schoonover's is always rated as one of the top shops in town. Uh, thank you, GLers, for choosing SchoonoverBodyWorks.com. And, Mike, thanks for putting up with us and being a positive part of GL. Thanks, Mike. You bet, guys. Thank you. Have a great Thank day. You. Thank you. Thank you. 59-60. P.K. Yeah. Subban's name is Parnell Carl Sylvester Subban. <laughs> nice. Here's John Height. Thank you, Joe. Uh, this update brought to you by Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Store. Uh, we have a story that just broke. Let's uh, get to that first. Oh, Gunfire wait, stop, between, stop, John. Yeah. Stop, John. Uh-huh. Uh, just yeah, fact-based. Yeah. Uh-huh. Fact-based, I believe Subban is currently with New Jersey, having been with Montreal and Nashville. You uh, do know that all of that was off the air. What? That conversation we had. With who? About Subban. About P.K. Subban. Oh. Yeah. Well, then never mind. (laughs) Hold on. Tell me when we're back on the air. Well, the no. talent standby. <laughs> oh, my well, gosh. Well, all the cursing, Joe, should have been an indication that we were off the air. Because right. we, were, we were working blue off the air. So I didn't even uh, notice that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you remember about two months ago, I now, texted Are we on the air guys. right now? Yes, yes, we yes, are. Yes. We're on the air, Joe. Yes, yes, yes. yes. P.K. Subban but, is now with New Jersey, having been with Montreal and Nashville. So, okay. We're fact The previous P.K. Subban conversation was off the air, Joe. So that's fine. The listener that's is fine. now going... Huh? What? <laughs> I'll never mind. I just don't know about, anything uh, anymore. About two months ago, I texted all you guys. I said, do you guys ever, after the show, wonder if you said something yes. on the air or, or every off day. the air when we're talking? Oh, every that just day, happened. John. You still there? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this morning, a story-breaking gunfire between police in Minneapolis and a criminal suspect erupted along a busy North Minneapolis street. Early reports are that someone was arrested in the exchange. It all happened around 8.30 this morning along Dowling Avenue near Penn, according to emergency dispatch audio. One round of gunfire hit a squad car. No officers were hit. The suspect was wounded, left the scene in an ambulance, according to audio, police audio, although it's unclear whether or not he was shot. No word on the seriousness of his injuries. Video from a bystander shows a pair of officers taking cover behind a squad car as about 10 rounds of gunfire are heard. Audio from uh, the officers on the scene further said the suspect was believed to have a long rifle that a heavy caliber round hit a squad. According to the audio, an officer is heard yelling. Uh, seconds later came the call of officer needs help, Dowling and Upton. Uh, the uh, radio then continues, still moving in the back seat. The guy's still up, hiding in the back seat having a long rifle. Police are planning to reveal more later Thursday morning about the circumstances of that entire encounter. President President Trump impeached for a second time yesterday, charged with incitement of insurrection over the uh, mob siege of the Capitol in a swift and stunning collapse of the final days in office with the Capitol secured by armed National Guard troops inside and out. The House voted 232 to 197 to impeach Trump. The proceedings moving at lightning speed with lawmakers voting just one week after loyalists of Trump stormed the U.S. Capitol. Ten Republicans voted for the impeachment, joining Democrats who said he needed to be held accountable and warned ominously of a clear and present danger if Congress would leave him unchecked before Democrat Joe Biden's inauguration January 20th. Uh, Now, the impeachment means it goes to the Senate 
for uh, the trial, for lack of a better term, and the Senate will have a vote, but the Senate will not be back in session until January 19th. Mitch McConnell saying yesterday they would not come in early uh, for that. And yes, uh, there can still be an impeachment trial after the president leaves office. Well, doesn't there have to be, John? Yes, now there does, because right. of the vote yesterday in the House. Yeah. Yes. So basically, uh, it's just going to be a giant waste of time at that point. Well, you're just keeping him at the forefront of the news now for however many days that takes. To the delight of CNN. I guess. <laughs> and not but, doing the nation's business. Uh, President Trump has released a video. He did this yesterday uh, while all this was going on, condemning the insurrection at the Capitol. He said, I want to be very clear. I unequivocally condemn the violence that we saw last week. Like all of you, I was shocked and deeply saddened by the calamity and no true supporter of mine could ever endorse political violence. Uh, Trump also said he had directed federal agencies to use all necessary resources to maintain order in Washington, D.C. over the next week. Uh, speaking of the inauguration, Georgia Republican Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene said Wednesday oh she'd be God. filing articles of impeachment against Joe Biden Here the day go. after Biden's expected inauguration. Uh, Green, a freshman representative, has voiced public support in the past for uh, QAnon, the staunch ally of President Trump, voted against his second impeachment yesterday. Uh, she says she plans on attempting to impeach Biden on January 21st, 2021, adding hashtags quid pro Joe, impeach Biden, and Biden crime family. Uh, Green has been noted for her support of QAnon. That, of course, is the uh, conspiracy movement that says Trump is leading a secret war against a worldwide group of Satan-worshipping pedophile human traffickers. She dumb. She's dumb. Uh, <laughs> there's several, uh, yeah. You know, we, we, we talk about Congress people who don't want to be useful. They're out of yep. touch, she's, yes. Yep. She's leading, uh, she's she's leading a new group. She's yep. absolutely one of them. Although, I don't know, uh, the thought of impeaching a sleep old, sleepy old Joe kind of makes me smile. That, you know, <laughs> you know uh, anyway. I'm going to come through there and slap you old. <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of funny to me. I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Washington, D.C. is locked down in preparation for the inauguration. 20,000 National Guard troops in the city to keep order. Uh, as we said, including sleeping in the halls of the nation's capital. Meanwhile, Minnesota Governor Tim Walz activated the Guard to assist law enforcement in St. Paul after reports of threats made against multiple state capitals. Guard members will work with the Minnesota State Patrol and the Minnesota Department of Natural Resources, as well as local law enforcement. The governor's office also said the State Patrol has increased its presence at the Capitol to respond to threats. This decision comes after an FBI memo warning of armed protests at all 50 state capitals and the U.S. Capitol. Uh, meanwhile, the Star Tribune reporting at least one event has already been approved for the state capitol on Sunday, a Sunday church service led by the Bloomington conservative activists behind last week's Storm the Capitol rally. The state We've Department approved this? We've approved this, yes. The State Department of Administration approved permits this week for a Saturday Freedom Fest event and Sunday's church service. The applicant for both events is Becky Strohmeyer. She leads the Hold the Line Minnesota group that attracted about 500 people to a storm the Capitol rally January 6th that's now under investigation by state law enforcement. Strohmeyer's group also stages weekly rallies at the Capitol as protested outside the homes of the governor and other elected officials. In an email to the Star Tribune, Strohmeyer described the Sunday event as invite-only in an attempt to curb violent activity. Her permit application for the Sunday church service estimated 20 attendees and described plans for a small gathering to pray for our elected officials from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. The larger Freedom Fest, led by Strohmeyer, uh, also has been approved for noon to 2 on Saturday, with about 150 people, apparently, who will attend. Two Canadian citizens have been charged with illegally possessing firearms after being stopped near Fergus Falls. U.S. Attorney's Office said 29-year-old Dane Adrian Sitladeen and 29-year-old Muzamil Adin Adao are each charged with one count of unlawful resident in possession of firearms. The complaint says a state trooper conducted a traffic stop on the Chevrolet Silverado they were in going about 95 to 100 miles an hour Sunday night around Jesus. 10 o'clock. I'm not driving that fast. I'm not going to drive that fast in a truck. <laughs> well, well, well not, no, that's not, not the point. 
Yeah, not only that, I think, uh, Kenny, maybe this is your point, uh, inside <laughs> yeah. the truck, 67 firearms and several pistol magazines in four different bags. You wow. probably shouldn't. You know, what uh, Reavers? Who's the who's the hip hop or rap guy that uh, did the Rolling Dirty or Riding Dirty? Oh, song? Riding Dirty. That was uh, that wasn't Master P, was it? I be rolling, maybe something something hating because he's riding dirty. dirty. Number one rule, uh, and we've been talking about this for years. These these mules, they need. Th- uh-huh. I don't know, like a. a college or a tech school they need a union they need education if you're rolling dirty you're obeying the laws all your lights work kenny you are thinking of the hit song from 2009 featuring chameleon air featuring crazy bone Riding oh, dirty. yeah, crazy boy. Crazy Riding bone. dirty. <laughs> Joe, you got that one on your iPod? I'm glad Kenny's giving advice to how to properly be illegal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. How many Americans, how many of us drive across the country or drive anywhere and never, ever get pulled over? And even though we not, might not be riding dirty, it's just obey the law, all the lights work, use your signal. Don't be a mm-hmm. dumbass. They see me rolling. <laughs> again, yeah. again, Kenny's very concerned that the mules uh, are not properly addressing the needs of their vehicle so they can they can accurately get to their destination and wreak havoc. That's right. Yeah. Uh, the, the other problem for these fellas, aside from all the firearms, uh, there's also a provisional federal arrest warrant for first-degree homicide, ah. fentanyl distribution, and possession of proceeds of crime for one of the men. And the complaint notes Adow also had outstanding warrants in Canada for firearms offenses and kidnapping. So uh, they were wanted on numerous charges. Sorry, I had their horn. My problem is, Such, um, as soon as I get pulled over by a trooper or whatever, they're going to search my vehicle because right there in the center council is a bunch of ammo. There's some 410 shells and 22 rounds. and Right next know. to a ham from Grundhoffers that you've been gnawing on. <laughs> exactly. It's like, oh, you're Kenny Olson. Step yeah. to my car while we search this thing, you hillbilly. Right. <laughs> A St. Louis Park man pleaded guilty Wednesday to joining an ISIS battalion trained to unleash suicide terror attacks in Europe. 24-year-old Abdelhamid Al-Mariom admitted in U.S. District Court in Minneapolis to providing material support to a designated foreign terrorist organization. Federal guidelines call for him to be sentenced to the maximum of 20 years in prison, followed by anywhere from five years to life under supervised release. The defense has the right to argue for less time in prison during sentencing on May 26th. Shortly after pleading not guilty to murder and weapons charges earlier this month, Kyle Rittenhouse showed up at a bar in Mount Pleasant, Wisconsin. Uh, There, the 18-year-old allegedly drank three beers. That's legal, by the way, with a parent in Wisconsin, and his, his mom was with him. Uh, also posed for photos with members of Proud Boys and flashed a white power hand sign. The excursion raised red flags for prosecutors who this week uh, say they are charging the man who has been charged with fatally shooting two men and wounding a third in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Uh, they now are asking a judge to forbid Rittenhouse from drinking alcohol, using white supremacist signs, and spending any time with any members of the Proud Boys. Photos of Rittenhouse socializing with the Proud Boys at Pudgy's Pub first surfaced on social media last week. Amid outrage over the photos, police visited the bar, viewed security footage, but determined Rittenhouse had not violated the terms of his bail or broken Wisconsin law. John, uh, we mentioned yes. uh, Kenny uh, driving with a gnawed-on ham. I got a note from Keith Olson out in Terry, Montana, who says it's nice to know that I'm not lonely in getting the cold shoulder about the honk, referring to my laugh being used as a weapon to uh, bring in coyotes i now have a job that affords me a three or four day stretch of time of time off a perfect time to help protect the young calves that in theory could be used by spencer in his heavenly creations also i could be protecting young lambs that could contribute to the nation's wool supply but nay i cannot it's a sad day he wants that honking laugh of mine made available uh, to hunters and yes, Spencer Grunhofer does create heavenly creations at Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats in Hugo, right at the north end of Hugo on Highway 61. Uh, not only heavily, heavenly creations with beef, but uh, burgers and, and brats and ham and thick-cut smoked bacon hams, 
jerky seasonings, uh, you hams. name it. It's all available at Grunhofer's. Hams? Can you, hams. Is, hams, you is that a word? About, you said it about four times. Hams. hams. Thank all you, right, Clem. Hams. Yeah. Uh, you get your ham and your hams at Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats in Hugo. It's uh, been a GL discovery that's now spreading across the population and taking in people even who don't live in Gumption County. It's Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats in Hugo, right on Highway 61. There's the honk that we should make available to hunters who could pick off the coyotes. I noticed Chris groaning as soon as you mentioned that, of course. The Champlain Police Department sent out a, a bit of a weird reminder on Wednesday. The department said in a Facebook page, uh, post, we would like to pass along a friendly reminder to everyone looking for some alone time with a sweetheart to please avoid any romantic entanglement in busy parking lots during normal business hours. Okay, that's fair. The department said an officer had tapped on a window to address the mentioned situation with a couple inside of a parked car. If this van be shaken, we be bacon. (laughs) (laughs) In the uh, parked car of an auto body parking lot recently, the Post concluded, so please... Uh, save your sweetie the embarrassment. Wait a minute, an Autobot, like a schoonover? Autobody. Schoonover, yeah, yeah they're <laughs> canning apricots up on County E and Lex. Oh, my God. That does not happen at schoonovers. No. As far as we know. Right. <laughs> That's why they have that loaner post program. Com- <laughs> the post concluded saying, so please save your sweetie the embarrassment and find somewhere private for any canoodling. Uh, I once saw... Next to the freeway, oh, behind no. the fence, oh, such the, be careful, the, Kenny. The freeway installed chain link fence. Uh, a, a man and, and a lady, mm-hmm. cannon apricots in the back of a minivan with the door open. Yeah. The door yeah. open. Yeah, the, well, the, you the needed back circulation. Door open. The back door was open, and they were outside, uh, just going to town. All right then. Yeah. Um, and follow, to make yeah. it worse, oh, no. yeah, I, I know, know I know who it was. No! Oh. <laughs> yeah. Which morning host was it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was some of my rural people. Yeah. Uh, follow up to what you talked about yesterday, Joe. The city of St. Paul apologized for its role in institutional racism on Wednesday, agreed to form a new commission to study reparations for black residents whose ancestors were enslaved. Uh, This happened yesterday, the city council voting 7-zip to form the St. Paul Recovery Act Community Reparations Commission as a way to promote racial healing. The resolution creating the commission also apologizes for slavery at Fort Snelling and the destruction of St. Paul's Rondo neighborhood. Council member Jane Prince, the resolution's lead sponsor on the council, partnered with Trey Hearn Cruz, the co-chairman of the Green Party of the United States, who heads up National Reparations Working Group. Target shoppers, they did well last year. Stocked up on electronics, home products, and other items during the holidays. Sales for Target soaring with increased traffic and heightened consumer spending both at stores and online. Uh, Target announcing its comparable sales grew 17.2% November and December with same store sales increasing more than 4%. Digital sales jumping 102%. Wow. Store and, di- store and digital traffic grew more than 4%. The amount customers spent on average per visit climbed to more than 12%. And I guarantee you the Reavers household had a, ba- a lot to do with that over the past 12 <laughs> months. My God. A lot of cardboard at our place, Joe. Yeah, I'm trying to get a cardboard-free month one of these months. (laughs) Uh, This just seems like common sense. Apparently, when it comes to matters of heart health, no amount of exercise is too much, according to scientists in research that debunks the myth that high levels of vigorous physical activity might not always be beneficial. This research found, quote, every move counts toward improving cardiovascular health, according to the scientists, with the lowest risk for heart disease seen in people who exercise the most. Cardiovascular disease is the uh, leading world's number one cause of death, kills almost 18 million people each year, according to the World Health Organization. This research, which involved more than 90,000 people studied over a five-year period, found that those in the top 25% of people who engaged in vigorous intensity activity had an average reduction in risk 
heart activity between 54% and 63%. John, I think Kenny's pointing to his new seafoam hat for you. I think he is, too. For those in the top quarter of all types of exercise, covering activity from moderate to vigorous, the average heart risk disease reduction was almost 50%. But, John, I disagree. I, I read that same story this morning. I disagree yes. with that, that because I've seen the destruction done with marathon runners, personally. I mean, it, 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 so I don't agree that no amount of exercise can be harmful to you. That's, that's, that's folly. I think they're just uh, looking at the heart, Chris. I don't like, think they're like looking at Like slobs like us? Is that what they're saying? Got <laughs> Next it. story. So Next what you're story. telling me, John, is my walk isn't enough. It needs to be well, it's, quadrupled. I, I, it's, it's good. Uh, the, the World Health Organization, the uh, tail end of this story, it says you should do at least 150 to 300 minutes of moderate to vigorous aerobic exercise every week. I think most, we, you get that with your walks, Joe. What's 30 minutes a day? Hurts. Seven That'd be 210 a is week. That, is that fit in there? What did they yeah, say? How many hours? To, oh, 150 right. to 300 minutes. How much aerobic action do you get on a Roycey walk? You know, where you have the top down and you just you know, kind of <laughs> zoom around the lake. Well, his left arm would get a lot of exercise from rolling the window down and Got back it. up. So. Got it. Well, John, one more. Pushes, How about one more? John, uh, Joe, he probably yeah. pushes that little button that rolls the window up and oh, down. Oh, okay. Yeah. Unless he's driving Let's a 56 see. Studebaker. No, that doesn't work anymore because he left it out in the rain with the top down. Well, that's right. So he's right. probably got a manual deal. Remember when we had him convinced that there were going to be trees growing out of his floor mats in right. that thing in Florida? <laughs> uh, no ticket matched all six numbers in Wednesday's Powerball lottery drawing, and that means the jackpot Saturday should be around $650 million. Wow. Tuesday, Tuesday's Mega Millions also failed to find a top prize winner. That means on Friday the Mega, million, uh, Mega Millions will have an estimated $750 million jackpot. Although no one took home the big prize, the Powerball drawing was still fruitful for some. They announced a $2 million winning ticket, which matched five numbers and used a power play multiplier, was sold in Virginia, and then 10 $1 million tickets were sold in various states. The $640 million drawing on Saturday will be Powerball's fifth largest in its history and its highest amount in two years. John, thank you. Thank you. Uh, might we have a quick timeout so I can replenish the coffee? Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. Only because they come to us all the way from Marloth Park, Myrnalonga, South Africa. Wow. From Tom Lyman, who notes, we made it safe and sound to Dubai. We made it safe and sound here after three flights. First Mumbai to Dubai, two hours forty-five minutes. 16-hour layover. Second, from Dubai to Johannesburg, 8 hours, 45-minute flight, 26-hour wow. layover. Wow. Third flight from Johannesburg to Nels Purit, Kruger Mumbamba International Airport, 45-minute flight, rental car drive from Nels Pruitt to Marloth Park, 1 hour and 30 minutes. I'll help you with the math. Three flights, 12 hours, 15 minutes, two layovers, 42 hours, one drive, 1 hour and 30 minutes. Total travel time from leaving the hotel in Mumbai to arriving at the door of our Bush home, 59 hours. Our vacation rental is in a wildlife conservancy with wild animals wandering around the house day and night. Wow, Within cool. 15 minutes of our arrival, there were seven giraffes in our driveway. After no. 291 days in lockdown in Mumbai, India Hotel with no alcohol, beef, or pork, we're having big steaks tonight for dinner. Due to COVID, alcohol is banned in South Africa, at least until Feb 15th. No happy hour here for a while, but we're happy anyway. So, on this day in history, in 1993, Anne Bancroft of St. Paul reached the South Pole by skis, becoming the first woman to travel overland to both the North and South Poles. She leads the American Woman's Expedition on a 67-day trek, during which four women covered 660 miles on skis. Additionally, in 2001, Anne Bancroft and Liv Arneson would become the first woman to ski across Antarctica. All wow. Right. All right. 
Uh, if today's show is brief, it's because I'm going to attend a graveside ceremony for a great living American whose name you might recognize, Greg Marzoff, longtime GLer. He lost his son, Gregory, to muscular dystrophy about 20 years ago. And uh, Greg and his wife, Patty, became hyper, hyper involved with uh, Muscular Dystrophy Association fundraising. And uh, Garage Logic was enlisted uh, back in the day, along with uh, Molar Jewelers, for example. We had the Dark Sox Classic Golf Tournament that you all might recall. Uh, we had the 1960s quarter bucket at the state fair. Mm -hmm. uh, we got a couple hundred bucks a year. Uh, not much money, but symbolic gestures by GLers who were ferreting out their 1960s quarters. Uh, last year, not last year, we didn't do the fair. The last time we did a fair was 2019, and a woman brought her own mini bucket of 1960s quarters, and I turned that into a, a check for MDA. We lost Greg last week, and uh, uh, there will be a few of us who will be attending a graveside ceremony for him today. So uh, if the show's a bit brief, that is the reason. But we lost Greg Marzoff, great living American, a great, great fundraiser, uh, couldn't have been more active in the Muscular Dystrophy Association community, and we're not going to foghorn that nope. in his honor, but we lost that great living. Godspeed. Yep. Yeah, give the family our love, yep. seriously. Yeah, the kids are uh, Jenny and Patrick, and uh, uh, we'll see them all today, and I'll give them the GL love. Yeah. Do it. You Although know, no touching or hugging, we've been advised. No, you can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, my favorite part about the... Um, the quarters bucket at the state fair when we were still on the radio was the day that Ingi walked up and decided to make change right. um, out of the bucket. We said, no, right. Ingi, that's a, that's a donation. That's a a donation for charity, Ingi. It's not, it's not a bank for you to right. Right. buy a new disco helmet. <laughs> disco helmet. <laughs> Remember that disco moonball oh, helmet he wore? How could you forget? I would like to uh, step out of character a second here and uh, thank all the GLers for... Having fun and making Joe Souchere happy last night on Twitter. Oh. That was fun to that see. Was fun. Joe actually had a good time on Twitter last night, and I'd like to thank everybody that was involved it there. Was that was cool. Crow-related, Kenny, right? Wasn't it Crow-related? If you want to do cars and birds on Twitter, I'm your guy. <laughs> Anything else, I'm out. You're like I'm Detroit out. Don. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. All right, GLers, thank right, you. Here we go. Yes. Hey, uh, speaking of Garage Logic, thank you to all the GLers that have subscribed to our YouTube channel. Uh, we're becoming very active with YouTube, and you should get in on the action. Just go to GarageLogic. No, wait. GarageLogic.com, and you can see the direct link to our YouTube channel. And also on GL, you can see all the links to our various social media accounts. Again, GarageLogic.com. Also, please don't forget to download the PodMN app on your Apple or Android device today. And thank you to all that have subscribed to us on YouTube. We greatly appreciate that. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. It's that time of the program once again, GLers, where we talk to our guy, Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. And you should talk to Josh today for that free, yes, I said it free, 48-minute financial consultation. Do it today. Give him a call at 952-925-5608. You're always going to get straight talk. You're never going to get sugar-coated advice from Josh. He's been doing this a long time, and he knows what he's talking about. Josh is on the line with us right now. Josh, today you want to talk about chips and cars. Is that correct? That's correct. And not just potato chips. I do like potato chips. Oh boy, All who doesn't? Potato chips. I like them spicy. I like them plain. Sea salt and pepper, barbecue. I'll even take jalapeno pepper. We're not talking about those kinds of chips. We're talking about semiconductor chips, and there's a shortage of those semiconductor chips, particularly as they go into cars. And more and more chips are being put into more and more cars. And with a push towards EV, as in electronic vehicles, more chips are needed. We had one of the major chip fab plants, Taiwan Semiconductor, reported their numbers better than expected, raised their guidance, and that bodes well for companies such as Qualcomm, as well as Favorite Apple. TSM also got a very nice deal from Intel to manufacture some of Intel's chips going forward. TSM, Taiwan Semi, reached a new high today. General Motors has been previewing some of their advances 
at the Consumer Electronics Show that's usually held in Las Vegas this week has been held virtually. GM introduced several new electronic vehicles, electronic, as well as the potential of a flying car. They're aiming to put EVs, everything that they've got, and in short order. They do going to be focusing initially on electric vans for delivery and have sold several of their EV 600 to Federal Express. The EV market for particularly in urban areas, should be very strong going forward. That said, EVs currently comprise a very small part of the U.S. auto sales. When you hear people pushing for an increase in EV availability, it's going to be very difficult with, we'll say, shortage of availability for cars and also the shortage of availability for chips. That gives you plenty of opportunity to look semiconductors and even for the car manufacturers going forward. Very good. And that's the kind of sound advice, GLers, you will get each and every time that you give Mr. Money Talk a call. Do yourself a favor. Give Josh a call today for that free 48-minute financial consultation. Call 952-925-5608. That's 952-925-5608. Straight talk, never sugar-coated advice, and you're going to get the man himself. Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk. Thanks, Josh. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you again next week. Look forward to it, Chris. Thank you. Investment advisor services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a registered advisor in the state of Minnesota. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk.